السلام عليك يا أبا عبد الله السلام عليك يا ابن رسول الله السلام عليك يا خيرت الله وابن خيرته السلام عليك يا ابن أمين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وآله الطاهرين Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to episode number two of Reflections on Ziyarat Ashura brought to you by Mizan Institute. In our last episode, we began with the first line of this ziyarah, Assalamu alaikum ya Aba Abdullah, and we covered the first part of this line, which was Assalamu alaikum. And inshallah, in this episode, we want to discuss the second part, which is Aba Abdullah or Ya Aba Abdullah. Abu Abdullah or Aba Abdullah, this is the kunya of Imam Hussein alayhi salam. So I want to explain a little bit what the kunya is. When you look at um, Arab culture and the Arabic language, what you find is that pre-Islamic times till today, there is this concept of referring to individuals not by their first name, but rather with a title that begins with Ab or Um. Ab meaning father. Um meaning mother. And so this kunya, it is used because it is seen as a form of respect. You're not calling an individual by their first name, but rather by their title, by this title of theirs. And because you are not using their first name, it is referred to as a kunya. Because kunya, they say, comes from the root of kinaya, which means to allude to something and to point to something indirectly, not directly. So you can say back then, and even as I said, till today, um, the main reason for a kunya for individuals is to show them respect, to honor them. Um, Not everyone might have a kunya, but usually, especially in the past, people even upon birth were given a kunya for this reason of respect and honor. Now, there will be secondary reasons as well, though. I want to mention two of them. Number one is that kunyas were given to people even when they were born or even maybe even before they were born um, with hopes of that child that was going to be born or had been born with hopes of him or her having a child by that name. So for example, if you were having a child, a son, you would give him the kunya of Abu Muhammad. Why? with hopes of your child growing up to one day have a child by the name of Muhammad, hence him being called or referred to as father of Muhammad. Okay. So for example, Imam Ali is referred to as Abu al-Hasan, father of Hassan. And he had this, he had a son by the name of Hassan. Ummul Fadl, you name your daughter, for example, or you give her the title and kunya of mother of Fadl. Why? So she grows up to have a child, a son by the name of Fadl. So that was one of the secondary reasons you can say, in addition to just the fact that you want to respect and honor someone, you would give them a kunya with the hopes of them having a child by that name. Another secondary reason uh, for giving a kunya wasn't necessarily to, so that child grows up to have a child by that name, but rather with hopes of that child, of your child growing up 
and becoming an example and manifestation of the kunya that you have given your child. So you will, people would give, would put a positive word after the prefix of ab or um and give that title and kunya to their child with that hope. So for example, Abul Fadl, you will call some your child Abul Fadl. Why? Not necessarily that your child grows up to have a son by the name of Fadl, but rather so that your son grows up to be an example of Fadl, to be a source of Fadl and Fadila, which is what? Which is merit, which is virtue. When you call your child Abul Fadl, you have this in mind that your child grows up and is going to exhibit Fadl throughout his life is going to exhibit virtue and goodness and merit throughout his life. If you uh, call your son Abu Salih, not necessarily that he's going to grow up to have a son by the name of Salih, but rather that he will be the source of sulh, the source of good and peace when he grows up. Okay, So that was, that was also a reason why a kunya would be given to a child. So these two, um, they're not, they're not um, mutually exclusive or anything, but sometimes one of the two reasons uh, was there only. So for example, Abu al-Fadl Abbas alayhi salam. When you look at um, the list of names for his children, you don't find a son that he had by the name of Fadl. So here you can tell, okay, it was the second one, not the first reason, uh, not, not the first secondary reason, but it was the second secondary reason for naming him that. That he was an example of Fadl when he grew up. Abu Salih al-Mahdi, that's a kunya of Imam Zaman, the 12th Imam alayhi salam. Does that mean he has a son by the name of Salih right now or he's going to have a son in the future by the name of Salih? Not necessarily, but it can mean and, and does mean, some will say, that he is the origin of sulh, peace, or salah, which is goodness. Okay, so in these cases, we find that there is no child by that name involved in that you know you find in the kunya of that person, but the kunya is still used and is still given for this reason. So one main reason, respect and honor. Two secondary reasons, either with hopes of that person growing up to have a child by that name, or with hopes that that person grows to have that characteristic that you have added to that prefix of ab or um. Okay, so having said all of that, let's discuss the kunya of Aba Abdullah, which is the kunya of Imam Hussein alayhi salam. What's going on here? Before I uh, get into the reason for it or explanation for it, um, I do want to share with you when this kunya was given to the Imam. There is a report that says that um, when the Imam was born, and this report is by an individual a woman by the name of Asma. Now, some have said this is Asma bint Umais, which is the uh, wife and honorable wife of the great Ja'far ibn Abi Talib salam, who was one of the first Muslims to migrate from Mecca and uh, he went to Ethiopia uh, with Asma bint Umais. Some have said this is Asma bint Umais who is giving us this report. Others, and they have their reasons, they say no, this is another Asma, a woman that was there when Imam Hussein was born. She says in this report that when Imam Hussein was born, the Prophet took him and said, O Aba Abdullah, 
It is hard on me. And tears rolled down his face. The prophet was asked, He was just born. Why are you crying? He said, The transgressing lot will kill him after me. May my intercession never reach them. So, as we can see in this report, and according to this, this kunya was given by the Holy Prophet uh, upon the birth of Imam Hussein salam. So that's when this kunya, and regarding when this kunya was given to him. But now we want to see, okay, um, we, we know for sure that the kunya is there for respect and honor, but which of these two other secondary reasons that were also listed and explained uh, apply to Imam Hussein salam's kunya? So, when we say Aba Abdullah, it means father of Abdullah. Some have said that this kunya was given to him because, you know, this he has a son or he had a son, the six-year-old or six-month-old, excuse me, infant um, by the name of Abdullah al-Radi'ah, the suckling infant by the name of Abdullah. Others have said, or others might say that, no, that child's actual name wasn't Abdullah, it was Ali. Ali in al-Asghar. Why? Because Imam Hussein had said that if I have uh, any amount of any number of sons, I will name all of them Ali. Anyway, this is something that you know different opinions might uh, you might have different opinions on. Okay, but if you do believe that his son's name was Abdullah, okay, so he's Abu Abdullah, father of Abdullah. That is what something some might say in regards to this kunya, but. Others have said other things as well, which I find to be very nice. Two more explanations that I want to give here. Number one is that they say his kunya is Aba Abdullah because he was such a servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was the source of, of ubudiyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? He was a manifestation, the best or one of the best examples of being an abd of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hence, Abu Abdullah, the father of Abdullah, meaning they're the one who, from who this Ubudiyah comes from. Just like you have, just like how I said, you know, Abu al-Fadl Abbas was given the kunya of father of merit, father of virtue. Why? Not because he had a son by that name, but rather because he was the best or one of the best examples of virtue, of virtue and merit. Same thing they'll say about here, about Imam Hussein salam, that he is the father of servitude of Allah. Why? So for example, on the night of Ashura, the night that everyone knows that if, there, if anyone knows that they're going to die the next day, they're not going to be very interested maybe in doing worship of Allah. What do you have Imam Hussein saying? He says, give me some time. Why? Because I want to worship my God. I want one more night in which I can worship my God, pray to my God. He says that I love the Salat. So give me that little bit of a chance tonight and we'll fight on the 10th of Muharram, on the, on, on the day of Ashura. And I just want to open a parenthesis here for our youth that this is what Imam Hussein is all about. He's in love with worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the night of Ashura. And so, inshallah, we all move in that direction of also falling in love with the worship of Allah. If we are in love with Imam Hussein, then we're going to be we're going to be in love with that which Imam Hussein is in love with, which is worship of Allah, which is Allah himself. So, 
hopefully we can move in that direction. All right, so that's just a little parenthesis I wanted to uh, open up. That is one explanation to why he would be referred to as Abdullah or Abu Abdullah, the father of Abdullah, meaning that he is the best example of being an abd of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The sacrifice he made um, shows it all and says it all. But there's also another explanation that says he is referred to as Abu Abdullah not just because of himself and him be bearing the characteristic of being a proper slave and servant of God. But no, he is as if the father of all the people out there throughout history till today and onwards till the day of judgment. He is the father of all these people who would have been or have been an abd of Allah, a true servant and slave of Allah. What does that mean? What it means for what it doesn't mean for sure is that this opinion and this explanation isn't saying he's the biological father of all of those out there who are servants of God. But rather, if there is anyone out there after Imam Hussein till the end of time that is going to be a true servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a true abd of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is because of him, it is because of Imam Hussein and what he did in rejecting Yazid, not giving his stamp of approval to Yazid so that people don't think that Imam Hussein was okay with Yazid and after a while Islam, nothing is left of it. It is because Imam Hussein rejected all of that and paid the price for that that we had servants of God after Imam Hussein till today, till the end of time inshallah. If Imam Hussein had not done what he had done, Islam would not have survived. If Islam had not survived, people could not act upon Islam and Islamic teachings. As a result, they, no one would be an abd of Allah anymore. Everyone would be abd al-shaytan. Everyone would be abd al-nafs. People would follow everything other than what Allah wanted as a result of Islam going down the drain. Therefore, if there's any ubudiyah out there, if there's any servitude out there, if there's any serving Allah out there, if there's any abd of Allah out there, everything is owed to Imam Hussain He is the reason for it. And therefore, he is, it's as if he is the father of it. If we refer to Imam Hussain as the father of Abdullah, this explanation says that it's because if it wasn't for him, there would be no Abdullah after Imam Hussain and I think this is a very beautiful uh, explanation and beautiful point in this regard. And so they say that it's because of his movement that was for all of humanity and for Islam that uh, it is said, That if it wasn't for him, Allah would not have been worshipped. If it wasn't for him, Allah would not have been known because Islam would have been eradicated. And with Islam's eradication would come the eradication of ma'rifatullah, the eradication of worship of Allah and serving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or as we read in Ziyarat Arba'een, لِيَسْتَنْقِذَ عِبَادَهُ مِنَ الْجَهَالَةِ وَحَيْرَةِ الضَّلَالَةِ Imam Hussein did what he did so that what happens? So that God's creation, humankind is rescued and saved from jahala and ignorance. 
and the bewilderment of misguidance. The Imam Hussein was the reason for this. And so he, everything is owed to him. And because everything is owed to him, it's as if he is the father of all of the servitude out there, of all the abds out there. And this reminds me of that famous hadith by the Holy Prophet in which he refers to himself and Imam Ali as the fathers of this nation of Islam, the Muslim nation. He says in this famous hadith, Me and Ali are the father, two fathers of this ummah. Biological? No, of course not. Not biological fathers. But rather, the ummah owes everything to these two. If Islam has reached us, it's because of them. Abu Abdullah, this kunya also is saying that whatever applies there applies to Imam Hussein as well. Whatever that you said regarding Ana wa Ali, Aba wa ummah, that me and Ali are the fathers of this ummah, whatever you say there will apply to Imam Hussein as well. He is also the father of all of the Abdullahs out there because without him, they would have never turned into Abdullah. Walhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa'ala